0: Welcome to the Bible Conversation podcast with Chris, Dan, and Dylan. Let's have a conversation.
1: Welcome to another episode of Bible Conversations. Um, we're excited to bring another episode to everyone today. Uh, this is a uh, going to be a, a shorter episode, but one that we're very excited about. Uh, it's talking about our, our favorite songs from uh, that we sing on Sunday mornings. Um, so we got with us Daniel Lang today. Hola. And, uh, of course, Chris corello is here as well. Howdy, hi. So uh, we're excited, and let's have a conversation. Uh, I'm just going to turn it over real quick to uh, to Dan, and he's going to start with his favorite hymn, his favorite song. Um, Dan, go ahead and introduce the song and, and let us know why it's your favorite.
2: So one of my favorite songs is Come Thou Fount of Every Blessing. And I like it for a number of reasons. You know, I like the the tune, the melody of the song. I, I like the, the words, uh, some of the words. It's a much older song. Um, but really back in the 1700s, it was written. So it's a quite quite a bit older song. But um, uh, with that said, uh, the, the the story behind it is actually what has pulled me in to this song. It's so every time I hear it, sing it, I'm always inspired by the history behind the song. And so I think it behooves me right now to go ahead and share uh, with you all the, some of the history behind it. I have an article here written uh, by a Lindsey Terry uh, back, uh, he posted something here uh, in 2015. And so I'm just gonna read some of it. It's not real long. And then uh, one of you guys, uh, you'll, you'll take your turn after me, I guess. Um, uh, so let me go through this real quick. Uh, it, Lindsay talks about how uh, it was a very unfortunate turn of events when a young boy is forced to grow up without a loving father. And this was, uh, he says, Robert Robinson's fate. Robert Robinson is the one that, that wrote it. And his dad was said to have passed away when he was only eight years of age. Uh, he was born on September 27th, of 1735, to Mary Wilkin and Michael Robinson. Who was a, a customs officer in uh, the county of Norfolk, uh, a market town, and uh, said to be a, a civil parish in the English countryside. So this is definitely a different part of history, but I, I think we can really relate as we go through this. We think about his circumstances. Also, uh, he, the the article goes on to talk about how Robert's circumstances were much more, even much more difficult than uh, than that. You know, uh, you, you think. How much harder could it be than not not to be raised up with a loving father? Well, his life just uh, progressively uh, was seen to get even much much more difficult. Um, it's said that his uh, grandfather Robert Wilkin, a wealthy man, uh, had never reconciled himself to uh, uh, his daughter's <laughs> lowly marriage, and uh, disinherited his grandson and. It uh, goes on and it says, as soon as Roberts, we're talking about Robert here, Robin, Robert Robertson, he was old enough, he got a job as an uh, apprentice to a, a barber. And even in his youth, he endured the the hardship of having to be the breadwinner for his widowed mother uh, and himself. His formal education was very limited. Uh, his knowledge uh, was was varied. Uh, you know, he spent a lot of hours in study, what he could. Um, uh but a, as he grew older uh he he did begin to be influenced uh by an evangelist but actually uh even in this article it's not really talking about some of the other details but uh robert robertson uh you know fell into my understanding is he fell into a uh sense of depression uh drank alcohol uh very very low point uh he reached a very low point in his life so, you know, think about all these circumstances. Uh, his, his father uh, wasn't, wasn't there. You know, he passed away when he was young. He, uh, he had to, uh, you know, provide for his, his own mother, for himself. Uh, his education was very limited. You know, he had, a, he had to uh, stu- do a lot of his own study. He falls into this great depression, drinking, you know, and, uh, and then one day, uh, he he meets someone who who helps lead him. Uh, I think we would say closer to the knowledge of our Savior, uh, Jesus Christ. So then we then we have the song here. So I'll just read it and then pass it all along to y'all guys. But uh, it says, co- So here's the context, right? Low point in his life, he 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 has a meeting with with Christ. We would say, you know, uh, and uh, he draws near to him, and he. He, he begins to find himself out of this darkness. And so he writes, come thou fount of every blessing to my heart to sing thy grace. Streams of mercy never ceasing. Call for songs of loudest praise. Teach me some melodious uh, sonnet sung by flaming tongues above. Praise the mount, I'm fixed upon it. I'm fi- I love that. Fixed upon it. Mount of thy redeeming love. Oh to grace how great a debtor. Daily. I'm constrained to be. Let thy goodness like a fetter bind my wandering heart to thee. Prone to wander, Lord, I feel it. Prone to leave the God I love. Here's my heart, Lord, take and seal it. Seal it for thy courts above.
1: That's amazing. I really beautiful song. That's it is a beautiful song. It's one um of course that's very well known. Um, but if you could just narrow down for us, Dan, um to to one reason I know you probably have a lot of reasons for why this one's your favorite but summarize for us what makes this one stand out for
2: you what this what what makes this song stand out to me is again here's a man who uh, you know he even wrote here later he said madam I was I am the unhappy man who wrote that hymn many years ago and I would give a thousand worlds if I had them if I could feel now as I felt then Uh, you know later in his life it's interesting he 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 might have fallen again uh, into some despair but i think to summarize it what what just captures me is coming out of that despair and committing himself to the lord and, and i hope that unlike <laughs> maybe what he experienced later we can find that and continue that till the very end what that kind of reminds me of is you know you look at paul as he
0: re- writes a lot of his letters in prison and you got to imagine that you know being in prison during the Roman Empire could not have been fun and yet he's singing praises to God and he's writing letters encouraging people and and you've got this man who's gone through so much stuff and he writes this song that has done nothing but encourage thousands of people and mm-hmm. I mean that's that's a beautiful
1: thought yes mm-hmm. and speaking of Chris um about Paul and all the trials that he went through that actually kind of leads into my favorite song. <laughs> so awesome. if y'all don't mind, I'm going to go ahead and jump in with mine. Um, go for it. Uh, so speaking of Paul, y- y'all know Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. One of the most well-known verses in the Bible, um, but also one of the most taken out of context verses in the Bible. And I think I mentioned this last week or, or a few weeks ago. I can't remember if I mentioned this to the teens, Chris at Keller, or if I mentioned this on our podcast, but, um, but you know, uh, people need to be living like Philippians 4.13 right now um, uh, saying I, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because it is what is written in the verses ahead of that is whether I'm in good times or bad times, whether I'm well fed or whether I'm hungry, you know, whatever my lot, whatever the case may be in life, I can do all things to Christ who strengthens me. In other words, I can be content because I have Christ. Um, well, that, that is exactly what is, is being written in the song it is well with my soul. And, uh, so that, that's the one I'll, I'll talk about here for, for a second. Um, it was written by Horatio Spafford, um, uh, back in the 1800s. And, uh, y'all remember, um, the great Chicago fire in 1871, you know, uh, really famous well-known fire well um Horatio Spafford um had six children and um he had two sons that um Um, that were lost in that great Chicago fire I believe is is what I remember again I don't have notes with me I'm going off my memory of of the history of this song but uh, he lost some kids in that Chicago fire well he still had his wife and four other daughters and um, they had a trip planned to go to Europe um, from Chicago He was a very wealthy businessman um, and they had a plan to to go on a trip to Europe well um, because of that fire and because of his business he said okay I need to stay back I need to take care of some things here in Chicago and he went ahead and sent his wife and and daughters on a boat across the Atlantic said go ahead and go on to Europe Um, uh, begin this vacation I'll catch up with y'all um was essentially the plan well as his wife and daughters were sailing along uh, along across the Atlantic um the the ship hit hit a storm and it sunk um i believe his wife survived but he lost his four daughters and so you know he goes from taking a huge financial loss um in that fire as well as losing uh two of his sons and then losing all four of his daughters uh in this in this boat and it's just incredible all of this loss everything that could go bad was going bad um you know, it's like Job. He's, he's losing his family. He's losing his possessions. He's, he's losing everything. And so eventually Horatio Spafford then um, set sail to go catch up with his wife in Europe. Um, and as he was crossing the point where uh, the ship of his daughters and wife had gone down, um, or his daughters had died at sea, um, he had asked the captain to let him know when they reached that point. And when they did reach that point, the captain let him know. And, and he went down underneath um, to where the, the cabin is, I guess, on the boat. And he pinned the words to this very well-known hymn, It Is Well With My Soul. And I'm going to read um, read through it as, as Dan did, and y'all will really understand what I mean by it's just like Philippians 4.13. Uh, I can do all thanks to Christ, you know, whether it's good or bad. Um, but the the lyrics go, When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, in other words, whether I'm at peace, like a river, it's, it's beautiful. It's just running along by itself or, or sorrows, bad times, like sea billows, you know, big crashing waves. So good or bad. Um, then it continues, whatever my lot, wh- whatever situation of life I'm in, thou has taught me to say, you, you know, speaking to God, God, you have taught me to say it is well, it is well with my soul. The second verse then goes, though Satan should buffet, though trials should come, let this blessed assurance control. So again, whether I'm uh, in bad times, whether trials are coming, let me uh, hold on to this blessed assurance. What's that blessed assurance? Well, he continues in, in verse two, that Christ has regarded my helpless estate and has shed his own blood for my soul. Um. Then he continues in verse three, my sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. Now he's not saying, um, my sin, oh, that that's a glorious thought." thinking about my sin. That that's not it. Um, he writes my sin and then pauses and just thinks about the thought as a whole, the entire thought of this third verse, um, is the glorious thought, my sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. Let let me get to it. My sin, not in part, but the whole. My sin has been nailed to the cross, and I bear it no more. That's the bliss of this glorious thought, that we don't bear our sin anymore, uh, that it's been nailed to the cross. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, O oh my soul. And so th- that's the amazing sh- exactly what people are dealing with right now, you know, whether in good times or bad, you've taught me to say, God has taught me to say it's well with my soul, um, just like Philippians 4:13. I can, I can make it through this. I can be content. Whatever my lot, um, because Christ gives me the strength. So, Chris, we're going to uh, turn it over to you and um, let you talk about your favorite hymn now. Yeah. So, thank you for sharing that. That's
0: uh, that's also one of my favorites. Uh, it is well with my soul, and it's, it's just such a beautiful message. You know, the I remember reading about uh, Horatio Spafford and everything that he went through and losing business and family, and um, you know, just just as Dan's favorite. You know people born out of grief oftentimes write some of the most beautiful and encouraging things. and mm-hmm. um, it's you know, it's all because of God. It's all because of our great Lord, and it's all because of the family that we're a part of. And yeah. so that brings me to to my song. and I have a I guess a very personal connection with this song. and uh, I'll explain that here in a little bit. and if i if I start crying a little bit, uh, y'all are going to have to bear with me. When we when we had our Camp Keller, I actually talked about this a little bit. And uh, Dylan can attest, I I started tearing up and crying a little bit. It's, uh, it's just a very, very personally touching song to me. But uh, the name of the song is God's Family. I'll go ahead and read through it, and then I'll explain uh, the connection. It starts off, it says, we're part of the family that's been born again. Part of the family whose love knows no end. For Jesus has saved us and made us his own. Now we're part of the family that's on its way home. Go ahead and read the chorus here. And sometimes we laugh together. Sometimes we cry. Sometimes we share together heartaches and sighs. Sometimes we dream together of how it will be when we all get to heaven, God's family. The second verse is when a brother meets sorrow, We all feel his grief when he's passed through the valley. We all feel relief together in sunshine, together in rain, together in victory through his precious name. And it has the, uh, the chorus once again. And, uh, you know, it's just to me, such a beautiful song of togetherness and oneness. And um, as I, became a christian and i, I told my story uh, a while back but became a christian in 2013 and shortly thereafter uh, maybe about a year year and a half after uh, which is relatively short i guess i started going to not only an assisted living home but visiting some of the elderly people in our congregation and one of them was the mother of one of the elders at the church that i attended at the time up in uh, up in Oklahoma. And her name was Opal, but she went by Opie. And so I would go in, me and a, a group of, you know, sometimes three people, sometimes seven or eight people. And, uh, you know, my, my wife was, you know, at the time was one of my friends, but my wife was there just about every time. And, uh, so she shares in these memories with me and she has, uh, this is where i i might start crying but uh, she has since passed away about uh, a month ago now maybe a little bit less than but one of the things that we would do is we'd go in there and we'd talk with her and we we'd laugh and um you know we we'd share our stories and uh, she'd always tell us some some of the funniest stories that she had one of them i'll tell it real quick she um <laughs> she and a couple of other people uh, were I guess they're good friends. And some of the guys in that friend group decided to, to take a horse from a, a neighbor and they took it over to a convenience store and they put the horse onto the roof. Now, you got to understand, they got the horse on a pulley and they pulled the horse up onto the convenience store roof. <laughs> and it, it rained really bad that night.
1: Oh, man.
0: And the horse actually fell through the roof. Um, the horse was okay, but, uh, but Opie, as she tells that story, she says, I was up all night. I felt so bad for that horse. And she, she tells what her job was in, in all of that. She says, I was the lookout. I wasn't a part of it. I was just the lookout. And so as she would tell that story, she, you know, five, six, seven times during the story, I was just the lookout. I, honey, I was just a lookout. Um, you know, she was just one of the sweetest ladies, that, um, that I've ever met. And she always talked about how she, she tried to do the best she could. And she, she loved everyone to the best of her ability. And she was so humble, so humble about her, her life and her upbringing and her, her Christian walk. And the song that she always wanted us to sing, her favorite song was God's family. And, um, it very quickly became my favorite song. And when I heard that she was really sick uh, about a week or two before she passed uh, just laying in bed, I started to sing that song and um, it, it gave me a lot of comfort. gave me a lot of relief because I know that one day I will get to see her again. And, um, it's just, to me, it's just, it's, it's just such a beautiful song of being together and being one and uh, just being a part of God's family. Um, but anyway, there's mine. I, I did cry a little bit. Y'all can't see it, but I um, <laughs> did shed a couple of tears. But, um, you know, the hymns, as, as you guys have been talking about, I think hymns have such a way of reaching our hearts and, and touching us in ways that nothing else can. And I think that's why God is so intent and purposeful with wanting us to sing, you know, as he talks about, and, uh, I believe it's uh, Ephesians five,
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: sing praises to God songs and hymns and spiritual songs, make melody to the Lord with your heart as it talks about in Colossians.
1: Yeah. Um, Chris, I appreciate you sharing that song. Um that it is so true about uh what you're saying with with singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, but um the song that you shared with us really even points to why that is so true because we're we're a family. Um yeah. You know, families have memories, families have um stories that they share and just like that song says, sometimes we laugh together, sometimes we cry. Um that that's a perfect summarization of why we um get together um why we why we sing um it's because we're god's family um god is what what binds us together um dan do you have any
2: thoughts to go along with uh, the songs that chris or i shared well i think it's just a, a good opportunity to in this moment um as we all share these these heartfelt songs and experiences together that this is exactly the reason why god commands us to sing you know that we uh, paul, as paul says in colossians 3 uh, we let the word of christ dwell in us richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms hymns and spiritual songs singing is not just turning on a radio and listening to music that's not that's not what the 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 worship of the ch- church and in, in, in song is. It's not just, it, you know, turning on, listening to a good tune. The purpose of singing, the purpose of our worship in song is to transform our hearts and our minds. It's a transformative experience. It's a teaching experience, a life lesson experience that is molding us and shaping us to be more like Uh, jesus and draw closer to him and i think we find that in all these songs god's family uh, peace like a river come thou found of every blessing these songs are teaching songs that are drawing Mm -hmm. us near to that hope and to that that one that we worship who is god and jesus christ our lord
1: so true well um uh, chris the one that you were mentioning in ephesians 5 is um the passage that is um Uh, do not get get drunk on wine but um but be filled with um with the spirit and and, and singing hymns and songs i I can't remember to quote it exactly but um i want to point that out because of what dan was just saying that um uh the reason god has commanded us to sing it's a trans transformative experience um you know one of the reasons people drink one of the people reasons people um Choose to to fill their bodies with alcohol is because it 's a transformative experience, and I think it 's really cool that um, Paul, as he 's writing that letter to the Ephesians, puts um, don 't get drunk with wine, but instead be filled with the spirit through singing right next to each other um, because he 's saying don't don 't get your your buzz don 't get your oh, I need to just relax at the end of the day and don 't get that feeling. From anything else other than the spirit and and we get that when we sing together when we're when we're touched emotionally when we are able to to laugh and cry and to sing together so um that's just an awesome culmination of of all of that so yeah um chris i'll give you the last word and then i'll close this out yeah i just uh really want to encourage
0: everyone as you go to worship god or uh, if you have questions about how we worship God and uh you know the the idea of of just singing to God and only singing, uh please let us know we we'd be happy to answer that, but uh just encourage you whether you sing well or not, sing God doesn't say you have to sing on key, God doesn't say you have to sing uh beautifully uh, for those of you listening who who know me, you know that man I cannot carry a tune in a bucket, but you hear me sing. And it's because I've been commanded to sing. It's because I've been commanded to, to praise God. You know, I, I don't sing for anybody other than God. And uh, I think that's something that we have to be careful about, not getting in the way, not worrying too much about how we
1: sound, but rather worrying about the fact that we do sound. Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate that, Chris. Um, for our listeners, if y'all want to join the conversation, uh, we would love to have you. Um, you can email us at uh, kcoc. Bible Conversations at gmail.com. Uh you can like us on Facebook. We got a, a Facebook page, Bible Conversations. Um, check us out there. Like us, share the page. Uh, that's something we really want to encourage everyone to do. If you are um really encouraged by these podcasts, if you are um finding some awesome things um and, and loving it, please tell your friends. Um th- there's no other way we can grow besides um besides you sharing it with your friends you know if you if you're liking what you're hearing so um you know give us a like share it uh just tell tell other people looks up on spotify facebook apple podcasts uh, wherever you're listening to it right now tell them to search bible conversations um that would be greatly appreciated so uh, we love y'all and until next time um join the conversation